on today's Disconnect the Connect. Hey, hey, hey guys, welcome up for our next episode of Disconnect to Connect, the one and only podcast made to ensure how you're doing. This is the show for Come On and Play Chop, all about unplug and unwind. In this episode, have you ever struggled with habits and improvisation? Well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with. Okay, it is actually the time for us to get some deeper insight from our experts today. And our experts today is none other than Miss Nikki Yeo. Thank you for being our guest today, Miss Nikki. Welcome, Miss Nikki. Yeah, welcome. Hello, Ayu. Hello, Ashraf. Uh, so good to see you guys today. <laughs> yeah, so um, very excited about your uh, podcast and uh, looking forward to spending time with you today. Okay, great. Okay, and I am sure that she got a lot of professional insights to share with us today. All right, so we'll get into the topic today. Okay, so we all know that COVID-19 pandemic is something that we have been living with, you know, for so long. Okay, most people during this period of time, Miss Nikki, they have actually developed a habit. Okay, the habit is this exposure towards this prolonged screen time. Okay. So, would you just give an insight or just opinion from your side about this whole particular scenario? Well, um, a lot of people are spending a lot of time because of uh, a pandemic online due to social uh, issues and also due to um, work as well. Uh, it is not possible for us to get away from this because it is just not possible. That's the only way for us to connect with each other. So. Uh, the Institute of Indian uh, Public Health in 2021, they actually did a research on the uh, excessive time people are spending online due to COVID. And this is the first research that uh, we have seen that addresses, uh, that looked into the effect of spending time online during this pandemic time. So um, we, we are not, like we said, you know, we're not able to get away from spending time online. Um, for the last 20 odd years, two decades, uh, the explosion of the use of digital technology has really accelerated uh, human exposure um, to prolonged screen time. Um, it is a, it's a growing concern, but um, there's also pros and cons to it. Um, one part of the pros is that uh, due to pandemic uh, and public health as well, government have no choice but to uh, put in place um, lockdowns. We, we saw the entire world, right, uh, almost in lockdown. And um, like I said just now, the only way for people to stay connected um, for social, emotional reasons is via digital platforms. Um, so one of the things that uh, they have found through this research is that um, uh, there is actually a mixed mix consequence to uh, online usage, you know. So um, so there's actually inconclusive uh, understanding between uh, whether online being online for a long period of time is good for you or it's bad for you. Actually, there's really pros and cons. La. Yeah. Okay. Uh, speaking of the research that you have mentioned just now, okay, mm. would you like mind go deeper about it, like from your reading, from your understanding about the pros and the cons of staying online? Mm. So, um, it's really interesting why the uh, Indian Health uh, uh, Public Public Health Institute wanted to do this. Um, and I also said that uh, it's 
good time for them to do this because if you look at the 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 effect of being online on one aspect which is actually the mental health part um it's actually good right i, I think it yeah. is 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 actually um no doubt that a lot of people have actually benefited from being online during this period of time to be connected with friends and family um, i'm sure you guys have also been on like uh zoom family gatherings with your family as well right yeah yes exactly yeah so imagine if you were not able to do that with your friends and family how would you feel i think it will feel for more fear of missing out yeah, yeah. how about you are you i think it's it's boring la it's like Yeah, you would have missed Hari Raya that time, you know, with your family. But uh, we were all able to jump on uh, either some form of uh, social meetings with our family during Hari Raya, yeah. Chinese New Year, yeah. you know. Yeah. True. So in in one way, it was good. Yeah. So we all agreed with that, you know. But the, the other part of it is that the physical part of it, it it also has some negative effect, whereby um, studies have actually shown that uh, prolonged usage of being in front of a uh, digital device actually create more uh, adipose tissues. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So. Extended period of time in front of the screen can create adipose tissue because we're not moving so much, we're not uh, exercising, and people tend to also have um, higher craving for higher energy diet. So things like potato chips and stuff like that. You know, people tend to eat more more of that. Do, do you agree with me? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> you can even order food online and just eat because we are only on our device. Yeah. yeah, what kind of food do you usually order? Then are you fast food? <laughs> <laughs> fast food, huh? Yeah, healthy diet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So healthy. Yes, 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 yes. Actually, this research was done by uh, there's a research done by University College of London in 2019 where they actually examine the harm and benefit um, relating to time spent on screen for children and young adults. So they found that um, the there's moderately strong evidence, like we were talking about uh, adipose tissue, right? Which is, which is fat. You know, in general terms, you know, fat. You know, people think, ah, oh, you know, I'm getting fat. You know, um, associated with screen time, there is a high propensity for um, adipose tissue to form. Oh, yeah. okay. It's mm. it's a it's a very new insight for all of us, actually. All right. Mm. So speaking of that. Pros and the cons of excessive screen time, right? Okay, we have touched about the health, we have touched about the well-being. Okay, can we go deeper about the emotions, the the cons of emotion being staying online for so long? Uh, this is this is actually a really uh, interesting question I have to say, Ashraf. You know, I'm so <laughs> glad that you brought it up. You know, yeah. um, there's actually I would say there's also pros and cons to uh, the emotion part of it. Have you heard of this uh, chemical called dopamine? Yeah, it is a chemical. Correct me if I'm wrong. It will be released by our brain if you are happy. Yes. Okay, I got it. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. 
So yes, you got it. You know, so、mm. dopamine.、Uh, all of us have got dopamine. Dopamine is a produced in the brain. It's a chemical that influences our mood and feeling. So imagine, right?、Um, uh, dopamine is a neurotransmitter that is made in the brain. It acts as a chemical messenger within our neurons. So we have neurons all over our body, from the top of our head all the way down to our feet. You know. So if you think about neurons, right, it will actually affect and regulate our movement. So imagine if a person has got dopamine circulating, their neurons will also be a little bit more active.、Mm-hmm. And imagine a person with very low dopamine. It's going to stress them out. Yes. So just now, Ashraf, you said. Dopamine is like uh, uh, makes you happy, right? Yeah, it's a happy hormone. It's a happy hormone. You're right.、Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine if a person has got low dopamine. Hmm. Depressed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They will be depressed.、Mm-hmm. So yes, dopamine is released when、uh, we're happy, and dopamine can also be released when we're on、uh, online. Depending、mm-hmm. on what activity we are online on at that moment, I see. Yeah, can、oh. you see that that correlation right now? Yeah, yeah. And then I would like to draw another correlation. We were talking about the fat tissues or the adipose tissue. Like、mm-hmm. the longer you stay online, the more adipose tissue or fat tissues that you will develop. Okay, taking into the relationship of these chemical、uh, hormones, chemical neurotransmitters, would you agree that Then, if the number of fat tissues increases, your number of your amount of cortisol level increases as well. Of course. Okay. So meaning to say that one aspect to another, it is interrelated, which is health, lifestyle, emotions, and well-being itself.、So. Yes. Yes. You're right. You've got it,、um, Ashraf. Everything is interrelated, because、um, we human beings are made to move. And、um, being sedentary for extended period of time is definitely not good for human beings.、Mm, okay, interesting. Okay, so we we touch on staying in connect with people that we love, right?、Mm. Okay, so usually the way we stay in connect with people that we love through physical touches, meeting physically, talking, and then that's that sense of touching and etc. Okay, what? What do you think on the perspective of relationship? How has this whole pandemic, has this whole whole online thingy affected us? I think in terms of relationship, this whole pandemic has um either like I said again、uh, from the beginning, there's always pros and cons pros and to cons. it, right? Yeah. yeah. So um in terms of relationship, uh there's pros and there's also cons. Um, for for myself, I would say there's pros as well, where、uh, I'm able to connect with people that I've not connected for a very long time, like friends from school previously that、uh, you've never found time to go and visit them because maybe they are too far away from you due to、mm-hmm. distance. Now we're able to be connected、uh, via online, so that's pros to it.、Um, in terms of cons, is that Also, sometimes people get too carried away with spending a lot of times online, that they forget that、um, to spend time and connect with their families, 
that they are around with, you know. So that could be a con. Yeah, I would say uh, a balanced and a regulated um, time that we self-impose is uh, is critical mm. to the um, to the well-being of this relationship, lah. Okay, I would agree on that as well. Okay, speaking of that, is there any exact figure or exact number? Uh, the duration of exposure that would make it into a habit in your lifestyle. Making it into a habit, um, is there like certain period of time or certain periods of like days when you're exposed to these particular things, and that it will automatically be a habit. <laughs> I think um, I think a lot of experts says uh, you have to do something for uh, how long did they say? Twenty one days or something. Twenty one like days. Yeah. Twenty one days, right? There is a study done by the um, the U.S. National Survey for Children. They did the study in 2016. Uh, it was conducted for the U.S. Uh, Census Bureau. They wanted to see what is the effect of um, uh, screen time and uh, uh, well-being for children and adolescents. You know, and um, they looked at a population of 40 plus thousand. Children between the age of two to seventeen. Okay. It's really, really interesting, because um, when people spend time on digital device, they're they're looking at all types of digital device, from phone to computer to TV. So they examine this this effect of screen time um, and how it affects the person. So they looked at these children that are below uh, from age two, right? If they were to spend time of one hour of use daily, mm-hmm. it would associate to lower um, psychological well-being. They become less curious. They have lower self-control. Mm-hmm. They are more distractible. They also find that these children make uh, become more difficult to to make friends and even to the point of completing their tasks at home. Mm-hmm. I see. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, like you said, the essence of these kids is because they are curious. Okay, like for us adults, we are less curious. I would say to a certain degree because we have that amount of experience. So, would you think that this twenty-one days, this figure, actually valids for us adults as well? I think I think uh, there is a threshold for everything. Twenty-one okay. um, days. Is possibly a threshold for some people, but it might not be a threshold for another person. I see. So what you're trying to say is that it fluctuates from one to another. Yes, I would. Oh. I would say that it fluctuates. Um, maybe you can give me some insight of um, of something that you have tried doing for uh, to make it into a habit, whether it works or not for twenty one days. Have you guys tried? Okay, I personally, I've tried to eat healthy. Okay, yeah. healthy means to have a balanced diet. Um, twenty one days definitely did not work for me. It became a habit for me after three months. The fourth month, then only it started to incorporate naturally. It doesn't feel like oh, I'm forcing myself for it. Right. Um, yeah. So I would say I would somehow agree with you. With my own experience, that it fluctuates from one and another. How about you? Are you? I tried exercising, but it didn't mean to. Yeah, it was like 
um, twice a week. <laughs> that's the only, that's the, that's the maximum I can do. Lah. But at least I tried and it keep me going just for like every week. I could maintain only two times a week. At least I've done something for my body you right. know, to improve my health. Then my, my next question to you is that um, you decided to do certain things. Uh, for Ayu, it's exercise. For mm-hmm. Ashraf, was uh, to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. What is the purpose behind this activity? As for me, I have a goal, which is to get into a better shape. So, mm-hmm. hence, it somehow motivated me to go for <laughs> that ill thing. Eating healthy diets. Oh yay! Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't do that balanced that diet because I have to cut sugar and all. I couldn't. I couldn't resist that. So I had to do my exercises because I don't want to cut sugar. I don't want. I don't want to uh, eat healthy. Some kind of that. So I would exercise so I could get my myself healthier. Like right. So so for both of for both of you. Is actually you have a a, a base purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yes. So a lot of times, if we look at the person's base purpose, how strong that purpose is, is how long that stickiness would be. So yeah, that that is a big factor. I would say. So purpose purpose is actually really important. Um, the other thing that um, the twenty one days that a lot of people talk about has got mm-hmm. some effect. Again, like we said, it could be it differs between one to another person. Mm-hmm. Um, your community plays an effect as well. Ah, interesting community. As I would say that that's the big factor. That's like the big wow factor. Community. The macro to it. Yeah. Yes, that's support. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So in everything, there's actually a, a macro to it, right? So mm-hmm. if we look at the uh, human as a whole person. The, the person has got uh, uh, many factors that affect the person. External factors, you know, DNA factors, you know, internal factors, you know, emotional factors. So mm-hmm. one of it is actually uh, our surrounding and the people around us. Uh, recently, we uh, had a conversation with um, the people from uh, Les Mills. They produce a group fitness exercise for gyms. Okay. And they looked at how they term this thing called groupness. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. So, groupness is a term that they term whereby they looked at how people exercise when they are alone and mm-hmm. when they are in a group. Okay. So, how, how so was the result? The result is that if you're working out alone at home mm-hmm. um, and compared to in a group, in a group, you would exert 30% more. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting insights. And the stickiness to exercise, because there's accountability in a group, there's mm-hmm. actually motivation, um, there's higher chance of a person continuing with an exercise or a way of, uh, um, a way of eating longer mm-hmm. if they are in a group. Okay. So speaking of this, I would like to ask you, do we need discipline or do we need motivation for the drive? Oh, both. Both. <laughs> both. Yeah, Ash, uh, you said that both. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, you know, health guru says that you actually don't need motivation, you only need discipline. Because discipline promises you results. 
motivation somehow it fluctuates like your mood you know so there's a lot of there's a huge debate between disciplines and motivation itself yeah that's true so yeah 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 we'll see about that later okay um so this is something that everyone our listeners need to take note you know so do not use your gadget for a long period of time okay we all have the dependability on it but don't let it affect our physical mental emotional being okay um so you guys can actually go and check our social media which is instagram choke2k21 or our tiktok choke2k21 and on our spotify disconnect to connect because uh, here you can actually get a lot of insights to help to improve your health. All right. All right. So, Miss Nikki, you you have said about uh, goals and purpose in life, right? So, do you mind sharing how to have a clear and end goal to keep our brain sharp and alert so that we can develop a long term practice? There's so many, there's so many um, gurus out there that talk about uh, setting goals, you know, and yeah. also keeping our brain sharp. Uh, I, I would say writing things down is actually a really important way of actually uh, achieving one's goal. And also um, looking at the goal on a daily basis. Uh, one of the things that people actually uh, forget to do these days, I would say, is to have a wind down at the end of the day. So a lot of times people just run through their day and then at the end of the day, they, um, people just shut off. Uh, one of the things that has been shown effective is that if a person were to take stock of what has happened throughout the day and then compare that activity that they have performed for the entire day to their goals that they have set or their long-term uh, uh, their long-term goals or their short-term goals. It has a higher percentage of the person achieving that goal. And in terms of um, being, being sharp, right, I would say if a person continues to reflect back, that means you're constantly checking back onto what you want to achieve for that year. Um, if you're looking at it at the end of the day, right, the mind has this thing whereby it's kind of like it's, it's slowing down at the end of the day, but it has also this part whereby it, it, it keeps things in the subconscious as well. So if you were to recalibrate and go back to your goals at the end of the day and look at what you have done, you would have subconsciously uh, re reiterated your goals back to yourself. You get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a very interesting insight. Yeah, it's a very very good sharing. <laughs> so the next question is: What change related to lifestyle is going to be effective in terms of internal, external, and emotional factors? I think the change would be um, people need to regulate the time that they spend on uh, their digital devices because all of us are given this uh, opportunity and this freedom right now, right? <laughs> to use digital devices. Yeah. And um, from studies that um, just now we mentioned from uh, the, that was done by the, the US uh, National Survey for Children's Health, um, to go back to that study, 
it says that um, those kids that are between two to seven, if they were to allow the kids to use a digital device for more than seven plus hours per day, compared to those low user kids of one hour per day, the uh, propensity for depression and anxiety and inability to complete tasks is two and a half times more. Oh, oh, oh my God. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot, right? Yeah. If you think about that, it's like, it's quite scary, right? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So going back to um, how do we need to address this issue is that I would say, because we've all been given this opportunity to utilize it, is how do we regulate the content that we're actually using? Um, all of us cannot get away from using digital devices today, whether it's for education or for work um, or even for leisure. It's the type of things that we're using online. One example is uh, a person can actually use um, for social in terms of like connecting with family members or watching something that is very enriching or watching something that could be very harmful in terms of emotional. Two different effects, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if we were to expose that same group of children, example, um, to watching something very detrimental, the emotional outcome of that child would be different compared to a child who have watched something enriching for that last one hour. Yeah, there will be difference, right? Yes. Mm, interesting. Okay, right. so Miss Nikki, I would like to add on. I would like to ask something. Okay, so you were saying about regulating, right? Okay, you said that it's it's important for us to at the end of the day to reevaluate, you know, so that we can actually recalibrate for this uh our goals. Okay, so would you like just suggest is like what are the things that we can actually do for us to actually refocus back, you know, review and then recalibrate back? Notebook. Right. Buku lima lima lima. That is a short but <laughs> answer. <laughs> okay. So um uh, a lot of a lot of people use a digital format of uh, writing things down. Some people mm -hmm. use a physical one. Some people mm -hmm. use the buku lima lima if if that works for you. Um writing it down makes it accountable for us. Writing it down also helps us to remember things. So once we write it down and we revisit that page, mm -hmm. imagine if you were to revisit that page 365 times for the entire year, you would mm -hmm. have created this uh, reaffirmation of what you want to do. Mm, I see. Okay. So we're going to have a Bukulima Lima. Okay, Asha? <laughs> yep, definitely. We know it's the book of Okay, so what are the benefits to revisit our habits for a healthier outlook and behavior, Miss Nikki? Well, um, after looking at all those evidence that we have um, seen from uh, the US um, Censor Board and also from the Indian Public Health, right? Uh, most evidence actually indicate a negative effect if there was actually prolonged screen time, correct? Yeah? Yeah, correct. Correct. Uh, including mental health as well. 
Um, although digital technology uh, provides us an avenue to connect socially, this overindulgence in anything, lah, whether we overindulge in French fries or we overindulge in um, digital devices, can be harmful in the long term. True. Do you agree with me on that? Yes, definitely. Hmm. So, so uh, on our side, you know, on each individual part is to promote a healthy digital habit. I would say, uh, positive use of uh, digital technology will actually help to mitigate any ill effect of uh, screen time. Um. While measures we understand because of COVID, uh, there is a requirement for us to socially distance. Um, but but it, it can also be necessary to assess and to to assess screen time as well. I, see. I guess that screen time it's now the the common diabetes or like hypertension. Like you have to take care of your heart, you have to take care of your <laughs> liver, so you have to take care of your screen time as well. Would you agree, Miss Nikki? Yes, I agree. Considering that the uh, digitalization is the way forward, um, we can't get away from it, right? So empowering individuals to make um, science-based information is is really crucial. Um, it can have a very positive outcome to it if a person uses uh, uh, screen time properly. Also, building uh, healthy digital habits is also uh, very very good for a person as well. Very promising in in terms of preventing those uh, negative effect that we spoke about for the children just now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what life lifestyle changes do you suggest we do to manage our excessive screen time? <laughs> uh, one of it could be exercise, mm-hmm. lifestyle changes. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> Like uh, like Ayu and Ashraf, you guys are doing great because you you are really taking stock of uh, your activity on a daily basis. So Ayu, you're exercising. Ashraf, you're looking into what you're eating, making sure that you're eating healthy. But um, talking about exercise, um, if we think about exercise, if a person were to exercise just thirty minutes a day by mm-hmm. either running or anything like that. A type of chemical other than uh, uh, dopamine is also released. This chemical is called endocannabinoid. Okay, never heard of it. Something new. Yes, endocannabinoid. Have you heard of the term called cannabis? Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a banned substance, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, currently, a lot of science have been put in into uh, cannabis to actually turn it into for medicinal purposes. Yeah. And in certain parts of the uh, United States, they've actually legalized uh, um, uh, medicinal cannabis. cannabis. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But in humans, we too are able to produce similar to cannabis. Mm-hmm. So when a person exercises. This is how endocannabis is actually produced in the brain. When a person exercises for a, a, a minimum of 30 minutes, endocannabinoid is released by the brain of more than 30%. Oh, that's nice. Nice to know. Yeah. So it gives that person who is exercising uh, this happy effect 
uh, if you all have runner friends who runs marathons and, and do long mm-hmm. distance running, you would have heard of this term called runner's high. Yes, yes, yes. Dia macam happy je kan? Dia macam high je kan? Uh, it's because they have endocannabinoid. Their brain uh, released endocannabinoid. Oh, no wonder. They jadi happy je kan? <laughs> you, okay, you will only get it through running or like any form of physical activities? Uh, you get, get it from physical activity. Um, oh, okay. Uh, you heard of the term called gym junkie? Yes. It's the no. same. The one that loves to go to gym over and over and over again. Uh, because uh, they have endocannabinoid as well. Interesting. They put high, kan? Yeah, a lot actually. <laughs> All right. So, uh, that's a good sharing for the... Uh, people out there. How important of a factor does designating a sleep time for screen time play in reducing the risk of excessive screen time? Uh, this one. So many people have been talking about this during uh, COVID, right? Mm-hmm. That uh, excessive screen time is going to disrupt your sleep. Uh, the blue light is going to um, disrupt the way that our our sleep cycle happens, you know. So one of the things that the people actually tells you to do is to to turn off screen two hours ahead. Have you all heard this research that tells you to turn off screen two hours ahead? Yeah, we did actually. Yeah. yeah. So if we were to think about screen time, it's actually emitting blue rays, correct? Yeah. Yeah. But if we were to think about the sun, the sun emits ultraviolet ray lights, right? Yeah, true. Okay. So when we um, stay in a room that is very dark when we sleep and we continue to allow the room to be dark, the you would sleep a little longer compared to a room that is brighter. Yeah. So one of the things that um, researchers have found is that if a person were to spend just five to ten minutes in the morning in sunlight, they have better sleep time towards the end. Mm -hmm. Okay. It regulates your sleep pattern. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, under the sun. Okay, do, do you have do you have your uh, is your sleep enough, Ashraf? Um, <laughs> I would say it differs from one day to another depending on the circumstances. Because of our uh, workloads from our universities yes. and all, so we yeah, had our exactly. rough times in sleeping. Mm-hmm. So you, yeah. Miss Nikki, personally, how do you regulate your sleep? Do you do you get enough sleep? I think sleep is everyone's best friend, huh? Uh-huh. Not <laughs> it's supposed to be. It's supposed, yeah. Yeah, there's so many. Um, in terms of sleep, it's so important to to get sleep. You know, uh, I would say I can never get enough sleep. Uh, I we think all. I should be getting more sleep. Yeah. Yes, we all need more sleep. Everyone is that. We all need more sleep. But um, turning off that device is is a challenge, I would say, for most people. 
uh, in today's society. Yeah, true. Uh, I would say that that was a very insightful um, from you yourself, Nisiki. Okay, so we're giving you um, one minute for you to promote your platform and channels. Well, um, what we have done at Asia Fitness today is to uh, create content, science-based content, um, whereby we try to decipher it and um, try to simplify it for the everyday person to understand journals and uh, research that have been done by uh, scientists and clinicians as well. Um, we have this. We have created this platform, Asia Fitness Today, since 2015, uh, okay. supported by. Um, the supported by Coach and Grow, which is part of uh, MOF as well. And um, the platform is open to everybody. Uh, we also have a podcast called Kurang Manis as well, where we interview scientists and clinicians on various mm -hmm. topics on health and wellness. Mm, so you okay. can head on to... Um, I'll visit. Yes, please. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, please visit uh, asiafitnesstoday.com. Uh, mm -hmm. You will find our podcast in there as well, Kurang Manis, uh, which is part of Asia Fitness Today. I see. So uh, the goal of Asia Fitness Today um, is to halve um, NCD. Our mission is to halve NCD, non-communicable diseases, diseases? Yeah. Uh, in the next 10 years. Mm, I see. That's, I, that's think our listeners, I think our listeners would be interested in listening to that podcast as well. Yeah, you guys yeah. should head over to Asian Fitness today and then check out their Kurang Manis podcast. Okay, so for today, what I can conclude is that habits and improvisation, it's something doable. You know, I was quite skeptic at first because, you know, habits, something that you do routinely, it's going to be hard for you to improvise it. But turns out to be, you can do it with disciplines and motivation, okay? And then you need your buku lima lima. Don't forget yes, that, okay? Buku lima lima. That's yeah. the key. Yes. <laughs> you need your buku lima lima or you need your phone. But we'll go for buku lima lima for you to write. <laughs> okay. So, staying healthy, staying fit, you know, do a lot of exercises. And then eating healthy. This is all the core for all this habit. So I yes, guess. that's true, Akra. Mm -mm. So are you? Alright, thank you so much for listening to Disconnect Connect Podcast with your hosts, Ashraf and Ayu. We hope you enjoy our deep dive into all the knowledge and tips we have shared throughout the podcast. If you'd like to help and support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us at Instagram at chop 2 TikTok at chop 2 That's all for today's episode, guys. See you next time. Bye.